Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, and welcome to this iteration of Faster Than a Stand-Up. I'm Brent Lamont. We're starting a series of what we're calling fundamentals, and we got a bunch of feedback from people saying it'd be nice if we covered some of the fundamentals. And so this first series of iterations is going to be on the Scrum events. So uh, over the next couple episodes, we'll go through all of the Scrum events. So thanks for listening, and uh, here's the rest of the episode. Joining me today, friends of the pod both, Sunny Sangha, Justin Chrysostomo. Gentlemen, welcome. Good morning. <laughs> Good afternoon. So we're on our series, on our new series on the fundamentals. And this time again, we're going through Scrum fundamentals. And we're going to talk about one of the things that is pretty fundamental it's the daily stand-up. It's the daily scrum. It's the daily meetings. It's known as a variety of things, depending on where you're at, but it's basically a daily meeting for the team to get together and have a conversation about, in theory, what you're planning for the day or what you're planning for tomorrow, because there are teams who like to do their stand-up at the end of the day as opposed to the beginning of the day. Justin, what do you think is the most important thing someone who's listening to this should know about a standup. Right, I think the most important thing in my mind is that uh, the reason it's supposed to be short is because it's supposed to be for the team. Um, it's a, it, keep the purpose in mind, right? Uh, it is not a status meeting. It is not what you project out into the world. It's for the team. It's the way the team takes its eyes off the road for just a little bit, looks down at the speedometer, looks down at the engine temperature, does what it needs to do. It's a glance and then it's back to the road. That's something to, that's, that's the most important thing I can think of to remember. And Sonny, you know, one of the things that we didn't even bring up in the first minute of all of this conversation is that it is a time boxed event and it's supposed to be 15 minutes or less. What do you think is the most important piece? Is it the time box or is it that you're talking about what you're going to do or a team conversation? What do you think is the most important piece of it? I think the most important piece of it is, um, like Justin says, is get the, the team plans its day for that right. sprint goal that they need to meet. Um, I think it's up to the scrum masters, agile coaches to coach the team to get those conversations done in 15 minutes. Um, but I think the most important thing is the team gets to talk about how they're going to plan for the day. Um, and then there's other techniques that you can use, right? If the time box starts to get... Um, overused starts to go beyond 15 minutes start introducing concepts like the parking lot um, into play as well um, so where the team can then discuss more actions or more about how they want to go about the day after the actual official um, stand-up is complete so what would you say to teams that have you know a traditional team is seven to you know seven to eleven plus or minus two so what are you going to say to somebody who has a 15 person team or even larger you're how are you going to be able to plan for the day when basically you're going from person to person to person to person especially nowadays where we're doing this all over zoom or teams where it's you know okay what are you what are you planning to do in the next uh you know in the next 24 hours and you've got 30 seconds go yeah and that's where i personally like going um user story focused or whatever ticket item focused mm -hmm. uh, rather than person to person um because i think that's where you get the most out of a daily scrum um and planning for the actual day itself is by focusing rather than the person 
um, going round robin like that is actually let's open up the board. Let's actually look at what what we're working on, right? And then if that's multiple people talking, um, if nobody talks towards those tickets, then that's just an observation at that time, right? Mm-hmm. Um, but nothing really needs to be done at that point about it. Um, so I think that's the best way to tackle that. Now, if there's 15 tickets, <laughs> for example, if you've got if you've got that many people, you probably have that many tickets in flight, right? You're going to yeah, have that on, much work going on. Yeah, depending on yeah, because some teams like to pair program or like mm-hmm. focus in that way, so there might not be always that many. But if there are 15 tickets. Then I think we, as a scrum master or a coach, it's worth always reminding the team, especially if it's a new one, is new to daily scrum, to remind them actually what the focus is of daily scrum, um, reiterating that as well, and then helping them, coaching the team to get focused on that. And that there are going to be times, and everyone's humans, there are going to be times where you're going to overrun, right? Especially on yep. that side of the team. That's fine. That's that's part of part of scrum. Um, and I think that's where you spend some time and um, really coach the team on how to start to talk effectively and what's most important at that point. So um, share important information at the right time to the right team members um, in, in the standup. Well, I think that brings up a great point, Justin. You know, Sonny talked about how it's having everybody together. Things that teams can do or might do is they want to do it over Slack or they want to do it, you know, over text, or they might want to do it in differing ways. Walk me through what you think a couple pitfalls of non-face-to-face communication is going to be like. Certainly. So I think one thing I would tell any team is use the richest form of communication you can. Right? You, you can reasonably use, use the richest form. If it is everybody in a single room in person and you can do that, that is should, that should be your, your go-to. Um, you should not default to a video call if you can get together. You should not devote, uh, resort to Slack if you can get on a video call. Um, you, or, or even a phone call is better than, than messaging, right? Um, so that would be my first rule of thumb for a team is use the richest that you can. Uh, the the teams that go to Slack and they say, well, we're just going to do it on Slack because then we can do it asynchronously and people can, you know, we have a record of it. And there's a lot of reasons that are given for that. Um, but the thing they don't get is everybody getting a view of what's going on from each other at, at the same time. Um, and so if you're missing that value, uh, are you really getting the, the value out of a standup? And and you mentioned the big teams. A lot of times the, the argument there is it takes too long and we have too many meetings. Okay, pragmatic coach side of me says, well, this was designed for a size. So if you're twice that size, take twice the time. Right. right? But do the thing where you all get together and you've been away for a day, you've been working, you've been busy. Let everyone know where the team is at this point in time so that everyone understands where other parts of their team are. I mean, one thing that I've found is if you can try to, to break up the team, you know, that way you can have double your meetings, double your fun. But the challenge with that is, do you get the same type of conversations? 
So if it makes sense to break up a team because they're functionally separated, you know, there's this thing where you can separate it. So if it's say a mobile team, you can have an iOS team and an Android team done. If they're split by product line, if there's something within the, the what they're working on together that can be separated, that's a great way to do it. Hopefully you don't have teams that are that large, but that can be a thing. We've kind of walked through a couple different things, right? Where team size is important, how you communicate is important, what you talk about is important. What about the when? Talk to me, Sonny, you know, there are teams that do it first thing in the morning. There are teams that do it at the end of the day. Do you think for you that there's a preference? And if so, why? So from the teams I've worked with who work with cross-distributed teams, different time zones, Mm -hmm. they have tried multiple methods, different times. And most of the, I think I've never had a team. Yeah, pretty much every team I've worked with who does that, um has always come back and said we prefer them in the morning interesting yeah interesting i think it's a psychological thing of like i come into work or i log on to work now remotely um first thing i want to do is connect with my team mm-hmm. right um now if that's just a subset of a distributed team they still want to do that right that doesn't stop the afternoon one so there's that side as well, where they're having maybe a couple of calls. I've never stopped that. Or I've never said move away from that because I think that's right. brilliant for a team to do that connection, um, and especially when they're asking for it as well. Um, right. Yeah, so that's been my experience that that's happened. Um, often they'll want another session in the morning. Justin, let's let's flip this a little bit on its head. We talk we talk about having a team together once a day. And Sonny brings up a great point. What about the teams that want to meet multiple times during a day? No harm, no foul, right? I, I don't see any problem with that. If there's a need and there's an agreement on the team that there's a need, do, do what needs to be done to get the value delivered. Because um, I think one of the things that you can run into is that sometimes somebody might say, oh, we're having too many meetings, right? And it's like, have the meetings you need to have to get the work done to meet the sprint goal. And that's another thing that we brought up through this conversation that I want to make sure that we cover is that a purpose of a daily meeting is to make sure that the team is tr- is working toward completion of the sprint goal. And if you don't have a sprint goal, perhaps you should be listening to our conversation about sprint planning because that's a thing that you should have. Or, you know, when we talk about team agreements, that is something perhaps you should have. Listen, you know, Go back to those episodes, or if we haven't had it yet, we're going to just prepare yourself for it. So, you know, in the time we have left, I want to make sure, is there anything we've covered some of the stuff that you should do? We've covered a little bit of what you shouldn't do. Let's go through a, what's your favorite tip for an effective daily meeting? Justin. Start doing, start it with just the three questions and try to be as strict as you can at the beginning and then see what you need to do to tweak it for your own team after that. And for those who don't know what the three questions are, they are? Uh, What I worked on yesterday, what I completed yesterday, what I'm working on today, and if I'm blocked by anything. And my tip on top of that is to say, toward completion of the sprint goal. Correct, all of those in service of the sprint goal. All of those in service of the sprint goal, Sunny. What's, what's your one tip that you would give? More joint up planning and 
talk discussion during the stand-up as a team. I don't think I see that enough sometimes. Um, and I think that was originally how probably stand-ups were starting with individual conversations always um, about what they're working on. And I think the three questions sometimes still lend themselves to be very purely focused on that um, in terms of what did I do to contribute to the sprint goal? Yeah, yeah. Often where I've done with teams um, is sometimes said, okay, um, rather than even starting on a ticket or round robin, it's more like, okay, how are we progressing towards the sprint goal? And then we start a conversation on mm-hmm. that, sure. um, as well, which naturally takes it onto the ticket items and features on the board um, and that. And then hopefully those that way, it's more of a, okay, how are we as a team doing? And hopefully starts to spark a conversation in the team between each other mm-hmm. um, rather than individuals or one or two talking with each other. And the thing so, I would throw in there is, to be flexible about what approach you take. Is it some days it may work great to just do the, okay, I'm going to have the conversation and then Sonny's going to talk and then Justin's going to talk. And then some days pick the stuff off the board. Some days it's the, you know, the passing of the baton. Okay. I'm going, I have the talking stick and I'm going to talk. I'm now handing it to Justin, right? So it's to be flexible in your approach so that one, you don't get bored. And for two, the team might actually find a pattern that works for them. And yeah. if they if they seem stuck to throw a curve at it, it's like, you know, as the coach or as the scrum master say, okay, well, today we're going to do it this way. Another one, sorry, just another one. I, th- yep. I tried with a team a while ago was as well, is a quick check-in. How does everyone feel at the start of the stand-up? Sure. Because often you might, get some people they might have stuff going on like work-wise personal um and i used to get one team and i used to ask them just before the stand-up or whenever just put an emoji of how you feel so when you look at that and you're doing a stand-up and if you're getting some responses that you're not normally used to then you kind of know and i think that also helps from a team bonding perspective as well and see i'm gonna time box this now so we're at the end of time so that's the end of this iteration i'm brent I'm Justin. I'm Sonny. Until the next iteration, you can give us a five-star rating at your podcast provider. Reach out to us at mail at info at fasterthanastandup.com, or you can find us on Twitter at Faster Standup. Thanks for listening. And that was Faster Than a Standup. The opinions on this podcast are solely those of the participants and not of their employers.